Hey, we're live. Hey, Hello. all right. I'm missing one. <laughs> it just didn't look like your camera froze then, but we're all we here. Have, we have the invisible man in the top the left. Invisible man. Why? Who's whose camera's not showing? I can see you all. Yeah, I can yeah. see everybody too. Not more technical problems. Fuck me. We had that last <laughs> week, didn't we? Jesus Christ. But Samir yeah. and I were struggling to limp it through. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah. Right, so another movie review from 1188, and um, we've got Samir and Justin, usual team with us, and we have Henry again. Hello, Henry. Right? Hey, I'm back. So good to be back. On the quick note, hey, Jack. <laughs> yeah, let me, um, yeah, because we do actually, Henry's bringing his fans with him, which is good, so we have Jack. we need them. So... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly my thoughts. It's like, thank fuck for that. We've actually got some inter interaction tonight, but... <laughs> Yeah, so um, Jack's with us. Thank you, Jack. Um, Hi, Jack. For joining us. And Hi, Henry's brought him over for us. Um, it been excited and waiting all day for this. Christ knows why. But, so uh, I beefed you up, guys. I told you. This, I've been telling everyone on the live stream how good a child this is. This is literally like great friends chatting about movies in a proper way. Proper I friends. well under pressure now. I'm going to have to yeah. change my script to something funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, um, don't, 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 don't. So tonight we are talking about the final Bond film. I say final, but the final at the moment. We've finally reached the end, Bond 26. We've it done movie well reviews. Final. 25, bud. <laughs> 25. 25? Well, yeah. This is a yeah. great start, isn't it? Yeah, even that's wrong. You're not even yeah. on screen, bud. Well, not. Who isn't on screen? What? Justin. Is George on screen? Because literally all I saw was literally just like his empty chair. Uh, well, my camera's there. I can see me, but um, yeah. oh, maybe there's an issue you're in, Henry. But uh, I am here. Probably. I'm here in spirit, at least. <laughs> Although that's waning quickly. So, um, <laughs> the... <laughs> should I read the synopsis of this movie? Although people watching this probably already know, but I'm going to read it anyway. James Bond has left active service. He's retired. His piece is short-lived when Phoenix Leiter, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. There you go. That's the IMDb oh. synopsis. Oh. Is it quite exciting, that? No, right. Okay, good night, everyone. That's it. Yeah. Um, the cast, I'll briefly run through. So, we you know, Dan, Daniel Craig's James Bond, obviously. Anna Diarmas, who plays Paloma. Uh, Rami Malek. I'm not even going to attempt to say the first name of his character, but he plays Safin. What, Lucifer Safin? Is that what it's... Lucifer? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah it's just Lucifer. Lucifer <laughs> it's not Lucifer, it's Lucifer. It's Lucifer. L-Y-U-T-S-I-F-E-R. So it yeah. is Lucifer. Lucifer. It was so shocking, uh, Paul's screen has uh, frozen. Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Well, I'm going to have to carry on. There you go. Regardless. All right. Um, Leia Sadu plays Madeline. And we've got a Lashana Lynch, new character, plays Nomi. And Ralph Fiennes is M. Tick I could go into the other cast, but um, and is there any any other cast that people want to mention? Jeffrey Wright is Felix Leiter. Yes. Arnold Armas is Polymer. Well, Christopher uh, Waltz, obviously. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, Christopher Waltz is Blofeld. Where was Christopher Plummer? Uh, he was under the sink. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> Right, so what do we think of this? Really? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, right, Samir, right, you yeah. said you'd never watch this film. No. And you've had to because of the channel. Yeah. So, Paul, this is why I actually really wanted to be on this one because I finally <laughs> wanted to hear his reaction to this. Yeah. I've been waiting ever since Four Eyes Only for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I can't I. remember the last movie review we did that Smith actually liked, to be honest. Because anything that's in colour, it's just like mm. fucking unlike. Actually, myself and Paul have uh, been on uh, uh, on screen together at, on this channel, and the ones he's chosen I've really enjoyed. It's just you, Justin, mate. You choose all these, <laughs> you know. Sorry, <laughs> but I didn't okay, Bond, did I? We did that unanimously. No. It was like, yeah, yeah, we did Bond. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I, I did say I was a Bond fan, and I did say to Paul when we started off, yeah, and we That's how it started. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I presume you want me to go first on this. Yeah, well, just a few, just a few thoughts. Yeah, you don't have to spill your guts, but just to get the ball rolling. Great start, great middle, and a disaster end because you can't continue Bond after that, can you? If they do, that's it. It doesn't make sense. It was a disaster. I mean, they've shot themselves in the foot. You are basically, if someone says to me. And they bring a new Bond movie out and said, is the same James Bond character, you telling me he survived those uh, rockets when the actual everything was blown up in, in front of him? They said they never found his body or whatever. Oh, my God. I'm not sure yeah. if you've ever been blown up by rockets that have been that sort of proximity, but I would imagine there wouldn't have been a lot left. No, I mean, no. Uh, well, speaking from experience, uh, <laughs> there, there is there is a bit of a sting, like you know, like being attacked by wasps. But um, all I did was just put a bit of pseudocreme on, few plasters, <laughs> and um, I turned out all right. <laughs> wow! And not but do you know that. what, guys? Do you know what? I, I'm, I'm bringing this up now because I just want to see all your reactions to this. I, it's not on YouTube anymore, and I wish I kept it. Someone did that scene, and then they got like a, like a, like a picture still of like Daniel Craig flying in the air afterwards. And what they right. did, they put the goofy yell, <laughs> It was one of those funniest things I'd ever seen. I wish I saved it. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, right, Samir, you're saying about you know bringing Bond back or whatever, or, you know, ridiculous yeah. if they try to. At the end of the film, I skipped all through the ending credits, right? Because I yeah. thought, I wonder if there's a bit at the end. Usually there is. Yeah, and like there was. Marvel films. Yeah, and, it, and there yeah. was. It said James Bond will be back. And I thought, he will be, yeah. Yeah, 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 that, that? That, yeah that, that's why I was really, that's why, like, you went to the end to say that. I knew they were going to say that, but I didn't even bother. When the... Uh, sort of role came down with all the names. I just turned it off and goes, if they're going to say, I know they're going to say it's going to come back. Why? How many times can he do? You only live twice, and this time he's definitely dead. It wasn't but even like you. Know, I think twice. you're going the wrong way. I think you're going the wrong way. The Star well, Wars, the Star Star Wars went with the prequels before the sequels. So that's the only way. To, that's what it I was is. thinking. Yeah. There must be going uh, the sixties, going to the sixties. But be honest with you, it's over to me. Bond's over. That's it. Don't know more. Is he dead? Paul, Paul, shall I, shall I, I weigh in on this just to help? Okay, (laughs) mate. First off, I understand completely where you're coming from, and I think if they were like to do like Bond 26 to be after No Time to Die, it would be like, no, that's just. I'll say, I'll say it as a Bond fan. That's bollocks. That's absolute bollocks. However, 
Let's keep in mind that Daniel Craig's Bond was its own continuity, its own timeline. It wasn't connected to Doctor No to Die Another Day. It's its own separate story. It's its own little story. I guarantee you Bond 26 will be another, if you will, reboot. It will be another continuity universe. Or they might go back to the original continuity and carry on. It won't be, if you will, a follow-on from No Time to Die. That's done. You've seen it No Time to Die, one story done. So James Bond will return, but it won't be, as you say, in the same universe that we've had the Daniel Craig movies. That's the way to look at it. Does that make sense? Oh, I agree with that. I totally agree. It it does. But as like yourself, I'm a Bond fan, right? But because I've done this in a different universe, Hmm. it's actually... It's really pissed me off because I've never liked it being a separate universe. I expect it to be the same character that Roger Moore played, Sean Connery played, all that, and to be in the same yeah, the universe. Thing, what you've got to bear in mind, what you've got to bear in mind with this, is yeah, that none, of, none, of these, no, none <laughs> of these Bond films are in canon. The only one that's no, in not. canon, no. the only Bond film that's in canon was um, Daniel Craig's one. Uh, the second one to the third one, wasn't it? That was where he had the, the different suit and a Mr. White in the trunk of the car. In the book, the car it's the yeah. only one that's in canon, so none of them have been in canon. So, why is it so difficult for us to think, well, they just go back to a point at which it might have been interesting, or maybe it's time to take a wrong turn, you know, legalities or mm. and, and reinvent it, reboot it, or do prequels, you know, young Bond growing up. I mean, know, guys, childhood. imagine that. Oof. I mean, guys, I've been, um, there's a, there's another YouTuber like in the Bond community I speak to a lot, his name's Euron, he has this whole channel called Dutch Bond Fan, he's really mm. great. He and I really feel, he and I really feel like what we would love if we were in charge of it. And this, by the way, I'm hands up here. This could be a complete and utter disaster. Obviously, as I say, going to be a reboot. Take Bond back in time to the 1960s and like reboot the franchise. Goes right, we're going to go back to 1960s. Yes, some of the, if you will, the political, um, you know, say incorrect things you could say that you know in the 60s might not exist now and sort of thing. But it would be an interesting way to carry on and do it again and be fresh and new, potentially. Yeah. See, Something a bit see, different. So or mentioned think- that a while back, actually. It's, going, it's taking it back to the... I'd love to see it taken back to like the late 50s and then yeah. push through to the 60s. And actually, yeah, you, you mentioned that that um, discussion you had with the Dutch Bond fan. I watched that and I thought, yeah, I agree. It'd be lovely. It'd be fantastic to, to, to take it back to that really old... You know, real faithful to the books, I think, and restart it that way. We've always complained how they've not taken enough content out of the books. We've always said that. Mm. You know, that they've never taken enough content or they've mixed up the content or they've done the content wrong. I tell you what, Henry, you've always talked about the property of the lady. Yeah. And that could be Bond 26. They could easily do something like that. Oh, yeah, completely. And reboot it and call it property of the lady. Who knows? I mean, you know me, I'm still up, I'm still hoping and praying. I doubt this is ever going to happen, but I'm still hoping for Henry Cavill as the next Bond. I doubt, I very much doubt, but he's still like my number one. See, I think Tom Hardy. Oh, he'd be so good. Oh, mate, honestly, I'm having a joygasm even thinking about it. (laughs) Joygasm. The thing is, he just fucking whispers his way for everything. He always talks really low, really quietly, and always looks for his eyebrows as well. I see who you've modelled yourself afterwards. But you know well, what he's I mean, Jason, Sta- yeah. Jason Statham's double, you know, Henry. Yeah, I heard about. <laughs> oh god, you know, I still remember watching Tom Hardy on his first film performance in Band of Brothers. <laughs> but we, you know, we're talking about so much about Bond twenty six here. You know, we haven't even really this is Bond twenty five. We need to respond to Jack. He said to hmm. him, "It's not over." I just want to say something to Jack. Jack, you know, is an institution for our spirits, right? And when when our institutions get bloody spoiled. 
people like me get really upset about it. You know, <laughs> it's part of my childhood. I was, I, you know, I'm bit, like Henry, I, I've always been a big Bond fan, and now I, I'm, I'm so sort of confused where the hell they're taking this. If they take it back to the 50s and 60s, right? They can't do it properly because you have to be PC. You cannot uh, go back to the books. So talking about uh, basically going back to the books, Justin, it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, um, I disagree that's... with you that. I disagree yeah, with you entirely I, I on that. Um, I get where you're coming from, but I mean, there are certain things you can't do. Um, yes. Certain things. Yeah, that is fair. But at the same yeah, time, actually taking yeah. Bond back to the 50s and 60s, yeah. you can actually just, to anyone complains, goes, well, we're representing the 50s and 60s. It was more or less a bit like that in comparison. Yeah. So spiritually, um, you can take them back. Point. Yeah. I think, I think it's an interesting point that Samir raises, and I kind of side with him on that. I think there's certain things that you just won't be able to do. Which might affect the actual overall like authenticity, I guess, of that time period, because people would just be on fucking Twitter, wouldn't they? Me, 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 just moaning all the time. Wrong generation. Like, if you yeah. think, if you think about, uh, to me, and I've said it uh, on our own uh, when we've had our own sort of discussions. To me, really, Bond is over. Was over in the eighties because the nineties Bond really was trying to survive for longer this bond is basically uh, gone into such a modern uh, state that it's not really bond because well the, maybe, that's, frank, maybe that's maybe that's where the brain is going wrong because we've always said before this is 007 not necessarily james bond 007 no, but they've can already made that on and on and on and on after this yeah so 007 as it's already proven is just a number james bond wrong character. wrong <laughs> no according to this movie no she said it's only a number. If you remember, there was no, a scene no, when... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. What you're referring to is obviously those, you know, who are saying we're obviously now referring to the fact that the Sana Lynch was playing a new oh, right. 007 because obviously Bond had retired. That is yes. still the character of James Bond, but another agent come through and got the 007 number. Yeah. We know for a fact that actually even Bond inherited the 007 number as yes. Seven Actor was his lucky number. So, you know, I get where you're coming from that. It could be like you could say, oh, it's another person playing 007 but that won't be james bond no no, no, it won't no that's be. right no, that's what i mean no. that's exactly yeah, what i mean yeah. sean connery lazenby moore dalton brosnan and craig have played 007 yes craig's but been james in a complete bond. separate yeah james bond craig has yeah. been in a separate universe but the next person who comes along i guarantee will still be james bond 007 well it, it has won't. to be it has to be in my opinion i i, I when i just still it to me it was very hard to take even someone else being called 007 right and i know it, it was inherited it, as we know from the books and he was promoted even to mention it a little bit in dr no but i don't know i think bond has really run its course now because i it, it's impossible to bring him back you get blown up bloody by these uh yeah, but you're the, talking about bringing him back that's not what yeah. you're saying you're, no. you're, you're hanging on it you're hanging on it <laughs> Yeah. Smith, sorry. Smith, Smith do, you, do you need a hug, man? You're looking really <laughs> I'll give you a hug, I'm giving you a hug from the screen, bud. <laughs> let me, do, ask, you, let me ask you this question then. Sorry, yeah. and sorry. first, I'm sorry, I really want to stress, I really do understand where you're coming from, and I do honestly value your opinion, bud. I feel like I'm always trying to counter-argue, but, but I do see your point. But, <laughs> but there is a but. <laughs> I'm used on to it. Based on that logic, they should yeah. not bring back Wolverine in the MCU, because Logan's dead. What's the point then? It's done. Yeah, no, fair enough. I don't have a problem with that. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I shall Whatever. repeat myself. This is a institution. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, so, at least we got that one off our chest. So, yeah. No, mate. I've just died. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that Bond ended for Samir at the mm. Timothy Dalton years, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because back in Sean um, Connery years, mate. I mean, you need to go back a bit further. <laughs> I, no, but because if you think about the actual character, he's sexist. He's a heavy drinker. He does all these out mm. uh, sort of landish things in a sense which would not be PC. He's not PC at all. And if you take that away, I understand what the a modern audience will say. No, no, you're wrong. But if you take that away, you're, you're killing the character. Not only that, the Soviet Union was gone by the mm. time uh, Pierce Brosnan became Bond. So they had to make these new bad guys from the breakup of the Soviet Union, all these different things to make him survive. And they've done that uh, slightly in this as well. Another guy is taken over from Blofeld, uh, Inspector. Come on, guys. They're, they're just stretching everything all the time. The man is clearly not for the new generation anymore. Actually, there was so, an interesting um, there was an interesting point actually at Blofeld that, that when they um, I think it was on one of the computer screens. His date of birth was fourth of July, nineteen sixty four or something. Yeah, but of course, which is completely incorrect because based on the photographs, them together as teenagers, uh, he would mm. be they're, they're, him and Bond are roughly the same age. Well, they would well, have been me, born in the forties or fifties, wouldn't they? With that sort of uh, quality of photograph <laughs> they're showing. I tell you what, let oh, me yeah. ask you guys this question, okay? Because, you know, I've seen your review of Spectre. Um, mm. Quite a lot of it slightly mirrors my thoughts about it. I felt that No Time to Die improved a lot of things I found annoying and I didn't like in Spectre. Example being, number one, Lea Seydoux's Madeline Swan. I didn't really like in Spectre. Uh, yeah. I thought she was a much better character in this one and really improved to the point where I was like, I actually really was behind her a lot of the time. And again, Blofeld, I thought, was much more, if you will, Hannibal Lecter is more menacing, more of an actual... I thought this is the Blofeld I wanted to see in Spectre, to a degree, yeah, that I, I didn't I think, get. I think Christopher, what, I mean, although he was he was um, Blofeld in, in Spectre as well, I think he's mm. just such the right character overall for that part. Mm. I, think just, I don't think anybody... I can't think of anybody else that could have played that part better than he did. I mean, if you watch the opening of Inglorious Bastards, it's like... Yeah. This guy, I mean, he knows how to act, doesn't he? And, and play that part and suck himself into that environment. You like yeah, you don't really get to see much of him. No. no. I mean, Spectre Yeah, but isn't it memorable? Him, isn't it memorable the bit he had, though, to the degree? Yeah. Yes, it was. But yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you, Henry. I think it was the acting was much better and the main characters were better. But when I saw Malik all the time, all I could think about was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, but he's a, but he's a phenomenal actor, an absolutely phenomenal actor. Now, do you know? Do you know what? I don't know. In the in the Bond community, there is a lot of division. In 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 good division, good sort of discussion about is Safin a good villain, Bond villain, or a bad Bond villain. There are people like me who like really like him for being very creepy. Um, yes, we can admit his plan sort of went from one thing to the other very quickly without a lot of sort of transition. And he was, you know, and some people say, well. Some people don't really like the fact he's just basically a megalomaniac and wants something a bit more in depth. People like me, like, you know what, I'm okay with someone who just wants to destroy the world and a real complete yeah. loony at times. Um, one of my favorite lines, again, you know, one of my favorite moments in this film, and you guys know this, we've talked about this a lot. I love it in the Bond films where it's yours, there's that Bond 
meets villain banter, whether it be like in Goldfinger on the golf course, yeah. or you know, like you know, the backgammon in with Kamal Khan Octopus. You know the bits I'm talking about in the Bond mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. It's the all in talk, the wrist. Yeah, the talk between Bond and Safin in that sort of submarine pen with Bond's yep. daughter was such a great moment. So, like, that's the sort of thing I love to see. And his like dialogue between the two was yeah, so I, well done. I always find those bits a bit too contrived for my liking. Mm. There's always some elaborate set that they go and visit, and then the criminal loves to just talk too much. Um, so I kind of I take or leave those particular scenes. Mm. See, in real life, a criminal wouldn't be sort of uh, talking to his opposition number if he's caught them so long. He would just get a gun, probably shoot them in the head and go get rid of the body or whatever they well, might do. Yeah, but this is part of the thing. I love to toy, don't know. I've always um, said this. If you Just shoot the fuck. Why time to both <laughs> drag him behind on a shark? Why well, put him on yeah. a table with a laser up to his bollocks? You know, just but, fucking shoot him. But there would be because no film, what Doctor Evil says, you must create a, a memorable death. It is traditional. It is what is done. <clears throat> but it, that's painful watching it because it's like we can't want him dead that much. Otherwise, you'd have just done it, wouldn't it? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Jack's still with us. Amazingly, he's still watching for some reason. I don't know why. But I think uh, I Jack's agree with your opinions, and I think this improved from Spectre. But I think he was underused. I'm currently writing my own version of No Time to Die. With Blofeld as the villain, yeah, and he told me he's going to send it to me, um, which I can't wait to read. I think it's going to be really good. So he's, writing his, uh, so he's writing his own, ver- uh, yeah. own version of you No know, Time to Die? Yeah, basically, he's just sort of correcting right. it. Basically, he's going to have Blofeld more be the main villain again. Right, okay. Um, so I'm really excited to read that. Really, like, super, like, so, this is going to be awesome. So this is essentially fan fiction, right? Yeah, well, I do fan fiction all the time. Do you? You got too much time on your hands, mate. You'll be putting a few more hours in at work, man. (laughs) (laughs) I just did a whole my own new version of the man with the golden gun. Fuck me. (laughs) Jesus, Henry, mate. I thought I was crazy about Bond, but you take it another level, really. Thank you. Well, so does Jack. I think. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Jack's um, that moment of Bond and the villain talking together. No, another thing I want to bring up, and I'd be interested to hear what your guys' reaction to this was. Now, you know, again, Samir will know this because he's like he knows the books like me. In the end of You Only Live Twice, the novel, we know that Bot that um, Kissy Suki is actually pregnant with Bond's child, yeah. and we know for a fact that Fleming did say he before he died he was going to elaborate on that and go into that um, in maybe a further book if he hadn't have died. Now, obviously, this film did actually show finally Bond having a child and the ramifications mm-hmm. that has. Me personally, I was really okay with it because one of the things I had an issue with Spectre is like they sort of half tippy-toed into ideas, which mm-hmm. really annoyed me. They didn't really go full hog. This went, right, we're going to have Bond have a child here finally, like, you know, potentially he could have had in the books. We're going to explore it and look into it. We're not doing a half ass. We're going to make it relevant to the story as well. And I think they handled it very well. Um, yeah. Some great comedy moments. I do believe... You know, I, I thought it was really good and it did connect to the story. I really want to know from you, you three perspective, how did you feel about Bond having a child in this film? Right, I'm going to jump in here, right, because um, I, whatever. I, it didn't really bother me too much. But mm. um, there's something um, that Justin... Uh, this it does connect, so bear with me, right? So yeah, yeah. when Justin saw this film uh, shortly after it was released in the cinema... He said to Samir and myself that there's a part in this film that when we watch it, we will go, Bond will never, would never do that, would never, ever do that. And he said, I want you to send me a message when you watch it. And 
The only bit I can think of is when Bond is on his knees, apologising and begging for him to for Safin to release his daughter. That's the only bit. And you know, is that it, Justin? Was that the bit that you were referring to? No, it was the bit where uh, <laughs> Ranulph Fiennes on the bridge says to Bond, "We've really fucked this up, haven't we?" He swore. He said, "Fuck." Hmm. Oh. In no yes. other Bond film has right. it ever okay. been at the F word. Well, it's time to reach maturity levels. Yes. Anyway, I agree. Kid. But I agree. But it's the same thing as Daniel Craig, the first Bond to never mm. have smoked on screen as Bond. And as soon as that bit was there on the bridge, I thought, that's not what that's not what you hear in Bond. You've never heard the F word, or in mm. fact, anything more than bastard or git or whatever. Mm. So that surprised me. So into, and that links into my answer to about the child is that moving on with the times. He shags so many women. How the fuck has he not got a million of them already? <laughs> I know. Which I one? haven't been that not, fucking lucky, did mate. You I could have seen a royale. After yeah, that, it's become a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, we said about different universes, didn't we? Now, if yeah. we go back to Casino Royale with Daniel Craig, he ended up with that Vesper, whatever face. Lynch. Um, who else? I mean, he, he's not even on double digits, is he, in this new era? No. Vesper. He's had Katarina Marino's character from the beginning. He had Strawberry no one. Fields. It, it, Strawberry Fields. Uh, I forget, Jack. Well done, mate. There was an F-bomb in Skyfall. I forgot about that. Was well it? done, bud. Yeah, because when M says, I really fucked up, haven't I? In Skyfall Manor. Ah, well done, Jack. But it's still, it's still not right, though, is it, Jack? Let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. Um, he bedded two ladies in Skyfall. Right. Um, in Spectre, he did two. And in No Time to Die, he only did Leia Sudu, but it's very heavily implied in between the five years between the pre-credit sequence and after-credit, he's been having fun again. He's been on a tear. He's ripped yeah. through him. <laughs> okay. So he want his testicles to burst like her rugby players yeah. just recently. Anyway, my point is, is that I'm amazed he hasn't got more. Let's be whether this universe or them collectively. Hmm. He's a one lucky bastard, isn't he? Because to be honest with you, do you ever see him put it on before he starts? Oh, I don't. No, hmm. you don't really see it start, do you? Particularly, no. you see a bit. But I, anyway, I think the version yeah. of Bond you watch, I don't think we would be watching on mainstream anyway, Justin. Hmm. But never mind. So, Samir, what do you think of the kid? <sighs> I am going to agree with you, Paul, because. I tell you why Bond would never, buddy, beg any, beg anyone. He wouldn't do any of that stuff. He wouldn't. Like, Please don't do that. Like, that's mm. not Bond. Bond would just be fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Boom. I think that was the and the kid. Oh, really? Really? You're pregnant? Are you? You're pregnant? Right. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, could you just go down and get me a glass of water, please, sweetheart? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1950s man. 1950s Bond. Push it down the stairs. That's man. it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, love. Sorry, I forgot about the stair gate. I just put up for you. Ooh, too deep, mate. Too dark, man. Too dark. <laughs> okay, uh, 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 about the kid as a Bond character, no. But at the same time, it made me think that I'm at that age. I would be a father of a kid, probably that young or older, actually. But mm. that's why well, I can't can I... relate to the bit because well, I don't have what? kids myself. Do you know, my dad. My dad's a lot like you, Samir. You know, he has the same sort of feelings when it comes to Bond stuff. I mean, he like he really loved No Time to Die for the record. He actually, it's his favourite Daniel Craig one, to be fair, because he thought honestly it was just the best performance he's ever done of of Bond. Yeah. Um, and I asked him actually, well, Dad, you're so you know saying, what did you feel about the kid? And he said, I was a bit unsure when it first came. I was thinking, oh my god, but actually, 
I really grew to love the character and felt it was relevant. And, you know, you told me it is from the books in some degree. And I think it's actually good they actually brought that in. I mean, we before this live stream as well talking about the Garden of Death, which is again, it's, you know, R Rami Safin's got a potential yes. Garden of Death, which is from You Only Live Twice. Again, a lot That's of this right, stuff yeah. was from You Only Live Twice. Um, and on Her Majesty's Secret Service as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, I, I want to bring something up again. I'm bringing a lot of stuff up. Um, the grin on my on my face was unmeasurable in the pre-title sequence where that SMR, that whole SM Martin part of the chase sequence was just... Honestly, my heart was just pounding with excitement. Seeing the gadgets, all that stuff. Bond sort of had that stage where it's like, what? why the fuck should I carry on? What's the point? I've been betrayed twice, I feel like. And then coming back into life and doing the wheelie and the smoke and the meaning. Honestly, I was just like... <laughs> Do you know how many uh, DB5s they actually used for the shooting of that entire sequence? I'm guessing in the double digits. Yeah, I don't know the exact number, but I know it was in the double digits. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, it was unbelievable. I thought you were going to tell us. No, yeah. I, I think it was 12 or 13. I might have. Well, I mean, it was less than the um, uh, seven series at the beginning of. Uh, yeah. uh, they it's used awesome. 17 of those. Um, but anyway. Well, we yeah, the pre title way. sequence. Yeah. Um, because they have one yeah. with the guns and one with the smoke, one with the windows. I mean, mm. I'm not too sure about those bulletproof windows at point blank range, but. I think yeah, was... I did warn. I did think that. Hold on. What glass yeah. in the world would do that? Yeah, I think that would have. Jack knows the answer, by the way. Does he? He always does. <laughs> he used thirteen. I'd say that I was roughly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said thirteen. I, knows, I, think, yeah. I, I love that pre-title sequence. I love how it started off as actually something we don't really see in the Bond films that much—a horror film, basically, with Saffin in the snow, which I thought was actually really, really, yeah, great. And then the whole bit of material I thought was fantastic. The stunts were incredible. The SMR bit was great. Um, I. You know, I forget this title sequence. This pre-title sequence is actually like nearly about twenty minutes long. It doesn't feel like it to me. No, it, it just goes, and it's. Just, I think it is. Minutes. How long? Twenty-eight. It's not twenty-eight minutes. It's under twenty. It's like nineteen something. Twenty. Yeah, the, the, the un minutes. Yeah, the uncut I think version. I think is. Well, don't forget but, again. You have the uncut mm. versions. I mean, like, the same as uh, the, the start of the one with the boat with the gun on the back. Yeah, um, that was like. 30 minutes originally, but they cut it down, didn't they? Because that was the, that was oh no, the other way around, but was it the, the other way around? It wasn't but, enough. The original pre title was, it, was meant to end enough. after Bond jumps out of the window and comes down, like unzips enough. Mm. But because Twino dies in Goldeneye had a big action thing, they moved the boat shake and included it within it, didn't they? That's it, yeah, you're absolutely spot on. And that was the lot, uh, still is. I don't think this one was no, than that it, one. no, no time to die is taking the record now, is the it longest, has, yeah. yeah. But I thought that was such a great opening to the movie. Um, I mean, again, so many. I was with a friend, and he said, "So is Ma you know during the pre-titles, he uh, during the title sequence, he whispered in my ear like, so is Madeline a bad guy?'" And I said, "Well, I, I honestly don't know. I maybe I don't know." Mm. Um, so he so he really did believe it. At some point, I think I probably would have kicked her out of the car. I mean, why was he dragging her along? Because I, I think he still cares for her. See you later. Get out. But that, that's the greatness about the scene, bud, because like he still cares for her. He's angry. And that's the bit in the Bond car where he's like, the shit is like, what the fuck should I just carry on? What's the point? And then he gets back, then like that, Samira, the, the James Bond you love, that sort of like, I don't, you know, women are not that important. It kicks back in. And then he sort of like, you know, just throws her away. I tell you, that, I, I, that I scene reminds I, me of Paul, the bit where he hugs her and pushes her into the train. I'm not going to see never again. And I know uh, 
this sounds bad, but Paul, in your younger days, you were basically quite a tough nut when it came to <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> how interesting. <laughs> no, yeah. It, it, uh, it's just something that scene just reminded me of Paul because I know Paul pretty well, and I think up to a point I understand where Bond came from because I would have done the same thing. I was like, "Fuck off, yeah, go on, go, go." Mm. Uh, You've had enough of this shit. I'm getting chased by these geezers trying to kill me because of you. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, I did enjoy that bit when he just uh, said, "You're never going to see me in." Again in your life, and for some reason I don't know why, Paul. It just remind took me back to our younger days, and it reminded a bit of you, mate. Okay, is that a compliment or not? It I'm is a compliment. Sure. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm doing it in a compliment way. I'm trying to figure out what he's referring to. <laughs> I, I'm I not going to. No, you weren't that cool. No, but <laughs> no, but you got that strong mindset. If you don't want oh, to do, right. you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, if I don't want to do so, I don't find enjoyment, so I just I'm, do it. I'm going to bring yeah. something up else up here that I know within this group of us, I know it's a bit of a sore topic, this word, but No Time to Die, if you will, is the most politically correct woke Bond film that's, you know, and one of the best. But I will say it, this is actually, I think, is a bit of an example of how to do it correctly. How is that? Yeah, but how? Okay, I probably agree with you on that, which is probably why there are so many boxes you can tick through with this. But how? How do we know that was done correctly? Because there's always going to be somebody that says, "Oh no, that wasn't done correctly." Okay, oh, you missed that out. I I, I use Lasana Lynch's character as a perfect example because she was very much, if you will, the um, what I love about Lasana Lynch's character is actually when you first meet her, you don't like her. She's like. Who is this upstart? Like, you know, intentionally trying to rip into Bond. Like, you know, oh, I'm better than you. I'm better than you or something like that. And intentionally, intentionally trying to make him feel worthless by saying, you know, oh, I've got your number now, you know. And then as the film progresses, you see actually development of friendship between the two. Because, so that she's, great putting, because she's putting down a bit of um, yeah. uh, supremacy there, isn't she? She's taking yeah. away the, the masculinity. So she's trying to, yeah, which Bond yeah. is just like, you know, bantering back to. Yeah, but he's and like, that I'm, to I'm, me... reti- I'm retired, love. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's why he's like, a... I took your plane, by the way. Yeah. You know, just well, going to borrow your plane. That's the thing. By the time the film ends, they haven't got a friendship, you know, so yeah. much so she actually knows the importance of that number to Bond and gives it back to him. That, this is what I'm talking about. This film is like, it doesn't show women better than men. It doesn't show men better no, than women. I, it's I agree. equality. Both have their highlight moments. Both have their weaknesses. But that well, is you what say that, but that he was until, get to, until he get to Paloma in Cuba, when she's yeah. just oh. kicking blokes' asses, and she's like, oh, cool. I want to spin off like, of her. She's you, could really just put, you could really just sit she's on hot. your finger. She's so fucking thin and light. But she, no, she's she kicking the shit out of these blokes. Yeah, but I want to spin off while she was doing it, though. She was fucking lovely. But the but but Bond was still always one step ahead of her, though. Always. Oh yeah. That's because Bond is our main character. He is our hero. But still, yeah. I was talking again. My, some people in my family like feel like, "Ooh, political game." It ruins things. Paul, weren't we talking a bit about earlier this week about Terminator Dark Fate? How saw yes. that there was issues there. Yeah. This yeah. film, I think, does it to a degree right, where it's there, but it's not like it's the main focus. We must discuss all this. It's like yeah. no, it's relevant to the parts of the story where it's at. It doesn't yeah. take over from the story. Yeah, I agree That's... with Jack. Actually, he, she was acting a bit like she had a chip yeah. on her shoulder. Yeah. Yes. It's like she well, was trying thing... to prove a point. 
Yeah, but the yeah. thing is that that is what Hollywood does with these strong female characters. They're all yeah. these sassy. Paloma was hot, definitely. Yeah, just these kind of overly aggressive, kind of irritating female characters that they play. But I think, yes, I tend to agree with what Henry's saying. Actually, towards the end of it, she actually says, "Well, actually, drop this fucking sassy, stupid, you know, chip on the shoulder mm. attitude." And actually, no, let's work with him. Let's, you know, we're on the same team here at the end of the yeah. day. Let's yeah. drop the fucking, you know, fourth, third wave feminist fucking bollocks and uh, get on with the yeah. job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I like, I just, to me, this is just like, this is when I say to people, sorry, I'm just tuning my light a bit. This is the perfect example of it done correctly, I think, to a degree, where both sides, you know, it's, I, I won't repeat myself again, but you know, these are all the things I've talked about. And, I, I put this down to Phoebe Waller-Bridge's writing because I think she wrote the female characters a lot in this film and she did it really well. And she knows from Fleabag and Killing Eve, it's not a question of saying, well, this is a female character, this has to be certain way. It's just like, no, write mm -hmm. just a decent, interesting character. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still hoping things are so going back to Bond 26 that she might be writing Bond 26. I, still I, reckon, I reckon I know what shirt Bond's going to wear in Bond 26. And I reckon I know what the theme tune's going to be. I want to hear this now. Oh my god, of course, it's Zippy and George. He's going to come out with like a rainbow bracelet, you know, and like the. When he jumps off a cliff, it won't be a Union Jack, it'll be a pride flag. It'll be a pride flag. I think that's a bit too far. I think that's a bit too far. Well, I mean, I just. It's just Amazon's in my head now. Have a big stake in it now, don't they? Yeah, I'm, I, to be honest, I'm just imagining now Zippy and George and Mr. Winter, Mr. Kid. <laughs> you can't do anything, Zippy. Try, try again, George. Oh, we need some more muscle. Where's our Mr. Hinks? Where's Bungle? Uh, play with some, of the most, some of the most underused characters in the Bond movie, I think. The old... Um, what, Winter Kid? Yes, yeah. Oh, there's some <laughs> just some, underused, I think. In that film. Some of the those Mr. William Miskell are some of my favorite henchmen of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. They're, they're fantastic. Um, but no, I mean, that's um, you know, that's you know, these are the real big controversial moments. I think you know, we've really addressed so far, like the no time to die stuff, you know, the big things I think mm. people like to talk about. I mean, I think. No Time Tonight is always going to be one of those films I think is always going to have a sense of a bit of controversy around it. I mean, there's still fans to this day who feel Bond shouldn't have got married even though he did in the books in Honor, Marriage the Secret Service. There are still some out there. And yeah. I think once we have a new Bond, I think honestly people will look and respect it. Yeah, okay, you know, new Bond, new timeline. We've got it up and running again. That was Daniel Craig here. That's the thing. The death is the death of the Daniel Craig Bond. Yep. Absolutely. Here's, um, here's something for you then, Henry, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Do you think that, this is something that Samir says quite a lot, actually, that Bond has just become almost a generic action film? You could switch out Bond for uh, Jason Bourne or... No, I disagree what? with that entirely. And I'll, and I'll say why. Um, I get why you're saying it, because you could say, you know, you know what, you could just put anyone in that film and just call it, um, you know, Felipe the Dancing Microphone movie. Um, you know, it could be, mm. but... Bond has a specific style that is unique to it. It has a certain elegance, a class, certain characters of supporting characters. You know, people say to me, like, um, isn't Mission Impossible and James Bond the same? I said, no, it isn't. Bond is about one man going out to save the world. Impossible is about a group of a unique team working together to accomplish to save the world. It's different. Bond has its own uniqueness to it, its own 
style you know my uni lecturers they couldn't understand my love of it but they always said they felt it was like its own sub-genre of action films you know you know bond is very different to jason bourne you know there's a reason J- james bond carries on not you know jason bourne's finished now basically you know um in mission impossible i think after the you know the dead reckoning part one and two tom cruise is finally going to hang it up and maybe hand it over to someone else and stay as a producer they can do that mission possible bond it's always bond so i get where you're coming from with that but i don't think it's quite the same i'll tell you why um so i keep i keep on saying that is because some of the style the mannerisms have gone from what bond was and bond's meant to be not this rough and tough he's meant to be an english gentleman and that's gone slightly i know uh, what that's what I liked about Bond in the books as well as in the old movies. I think uh, that's your interpretation of him. Because, you know, like for me, I agree with you. He is an English gentleman, but that's almost like a facade he puts on. Yeah, Deep yeah. down, he is like the cold-hearted... I always say this. Bond is a mixture of Daniel Craig... Well, actually, no, let's face it. We've, we've discussed this. Bond is Timothy Dalton, if you wanted to be the closest to the books. He yeah. puts on a facade. His, if you will, his Batman costume is the English gentleman, but deep down, he is a cold-hearted. You know, he's a yeah. bad guy working for the good guys. That's who he is. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Yeah, that's hundred percent. But I mean, I'm talking about what the people see. That's changed. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, because people do change, and it will. I bet. I guarantee you, it will return when people want something more like the Roger Moore style again. I. Paul, don't worry. I don't think it's going to get to that degree. But when people want that sort of English gentleman side back again, well, maybe maybe we'll come back go like Star Wars did a little bit when Disney took over and they do main films and stories. So maybe you'll have Bond stories. So you'll have you know a backstory about Blofeld, a backstory. You're talking about about divisions in the Bond Bond fandom. That I think that would definitely cause it because if they're doing spin-off TV shows and stuff, there's going to be a well. They've already started, bud. They've already started. I mean, Amazon have got like now 007 Road to a Million, which is going to be like a survival adventure show um, coming out in a couple of years. I think Barbara and Michael are very much saying Bond will always be theatrical. They don't really want to do spin-offs, but it will be inevitability. Because I'm one of those people, maybe I'm just potentially more open to it. I don't know. Um, But I'm open for like a Felix Leiter TV show in the vein of like Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher. I'm open to like... um, you know, Justin, what you were talking about a bit, why not have a collection of like five, 10 minute episodes of like what we'll call pre-title adventures where they can be just unique to their own. I wouldn't mind that per se. Um, But you know, with Amazon now buying MGM, it does change the landscape on the plus side. And you guys know this, and I'll say to anyone who's watching now live, I'm a massive supporter of Amazon buying MGM. I feel it was a fantastic move for both companies MGM have been struggling so many years throughout the financial issues. I mean, again, you forget the reason it took so long for between Qantas and Skyfall is a massive financial issue. Um, you know, there were some financial issues as well between Spectre and No Time to Light plus COVID, which remind I'm well, yeah, going to come back to They together. had to refilm a lot of the scenes, didn't they? Because uh, for product yeah. placement, because uh, yeah, the point at which it was like finished to release. Uh, some of the products weren't in yeah. contract or out of date, or had changed their branding yeah. and design. So that's a reshoot I, of some of the some of the stuff. Oh yeah, I, I'll bring this actually, but actually, I'll move away from that. But I'm sort of saying it's a good thing. I want to bring back to COVID. Yeah, obviously, this film was one of the biggest gaps between films, obviously yeah. due to COVID. Um, you guys know me. I was actually very much terrified of COVID. Um, 
germ warfare as just a concept is terrifying. That and digital terrorism are like some things I think are really scary in this world. The Project Heracles in this film, the, if you will, the weaponizable COVID, I'm not going to lie. For me, that was like, this is, a, this is this is frightening. And I thought Safin really worked with that frightening sort of technology because it's such a pinpoint, a pinpoint accurate way mm. of commit causing mass genocide on yeah. the level that you want to. So in the wrong hands, you could literally yeah. wipe out council state or anyone on benefits. Council, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and, and where in your DNA does it say that? Oh, he's he's a benefit claimant. It's, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> fucking not. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think I know hell. what you mean, though. But literally, if you could have this weaponized COVID to attack a certain group of people, it is I think that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm not necessarily referring to heritage. No, no, it's too late. You can't I'm, go back. What I'm talking yeah. about is that, it, you know, if that sort of thing were to come to reality, you could pinpoint cause genocide on a particular group. Hold on. Hold on. Where do you stop it, with that? Hold on. You said... If I mean, COVID attacked true. the elderly in particular, or those with existing health conditions. We've talked no, no, about but, this before, but no, but but but, what, but, 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 but but Justin, you said if it happens, it's already happened. It happened in the Second World War, mate. There were experiments happening. So, oh yeah, uh, chemical warfare and all these warfares, jump warfare, whatever you want to call it, uh, it happens. I guarantee it still happens. Yeah, people say I'm not COVID sure that's connected was... to Pericles style taking mm. personal attack on groups. <clears throat> We but don't yeah, know that. We don't know. We get, we get the point, though, don't we? Like, yeah. you know, weaponized COVID is actually, I think, quite a frightening concept. Yeah, it, th that's what I mean. Yeah, mm. it's it is a frightening concept. There's I mean, no when, one the same. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of like, you know, basically Safin's plan was in two part: one to use the you know Project Heracles to eliminate Spectre to get revenge, and then just because he feels he wants to get revenge on the world for what happened to him basically try to eliminate, basically become a Thanos effectively in the Bond universe and wipe out the vast majority of, you know, people in the world because he felt <laughs> that um, he just wanted to get revenge. Yeah. And he could do it on whoever and wherever he wanted. Yeah. Very scary I had, stuff. I had difficulty believing that that technology can actually exist. I so bet it does. Whole, well, let's fucking whole, hope it doesn't. Otherwise, we're well, really screwed. The whole screwed. premise of it, I think, you know, I don't think you can fine-tune something as much as that they, they said that they could do in this film. So I had a bit of difficulty believing the underlying yeah. tech mm. and, and possibility of it. So I didn't really buy into it as much as as much as just blowing something up or, you know, mm. sending a nuclear warhead to somewhere or something. I, I'm not dis I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm just saying but, that I just had difficulty believing that it could be fine-tuned as that. So you can just brush someone's face and it's like, ugh, then, mm. you know. I also believe that it's like, again, I'm going to go and say, I'm going to say this, and it does sort of hurt me as a Bond fan. Um, it's, going, it's going over the top with all these big sets. Like, come on. I mean, Bond, okay, it works in the 60s when you had Spectre and you had Yanni Liv twice in a cave. And yeah, but so how can you complain about the over-the-topness when I know you and me have a real love of You Only Live Twice? I love You Only Live Twice. I know, you and me love it to bits. And you're like, going, it's going over the top. I want more mountain volcanoes. What's the retail on that? <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is its own private island with a submarine pen for World War II. That's ridiculous. Now, tell me, in this volcanic volcano lair, tell me, what's the chances of eruption here? Mate, you're kicking yourself in the foot. That was I love you, Dilly, man. I really Japan, do, but you're like going, this is ridiculous. 
I think just, um, just you've got your rose-tinted glasses on, Smith. Yeah. Really, I mean, I you know, I'm you know, I'm not a massive Bond fan, as we know here, right? I don't really get, yeah. uh, give much of a shit about it, but you've really got rose-tinted glasses on with the old sixties and seventies Bond, man. Yeah, but yeah. this is quite typical, though, Jeez. isn't it? Smith? Uh, <laughs> what was the what was the Bond film that we had? Um, uh, the guy with the funny finger playing Blofeld. Uh, uh, Telly Savalas, that was Telly um, Savalas, yeah. You're on your Majesty's service. That's it. That's the one. God, and, I really did test me. That did. And he was. Um, they were had the girls. They were mind yeah. doing the girls. Yeah, yeah. Fly yeah. planes yeah. to drop stuff. That was a very similar sort of. Yeah, John Walter again. It, in that film, wasn't it? So there is connection yeah, to it. Very Manchurian candidate. That one, if I remember rightly. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I just, just for me, it really sort of scared the crap. It, it was, it was a plot that really resonated with me. A bit like Skyfall with digital terrorism, it just really sort of resonated with me. Um, ooh, what's Jack written? I love the over the top, love the reference to all the other films that like you know twice and the spy who loved me and Bond going into a gun barrel and killing someone. Yeah, we haven't talked about the gun barrel actually in this one, have we? So far. Oh yeah, he wears a, a tuxedo in this one, doesn't he? At the start, his best gun barrel finally. Is it? Because he didn't stop to aim. He just like. No, 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 not that bit. It always start, bothered me. Uh, yeah, but it was the first one he wore a tuxedo. In uh, in other ones, he's just mm. worn a standard uh, uh, business suit. Bespoke one, not from Burton's. Uh, Justin. Next. Or next. next. Sorry, yeah, mm. yeah. Fucking, I could have saved <laughs> half the budget on this franchise. I tell you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's the other. Was- that's another conversation itself. I mean, I'll be the first one to say this film costs about 250, 300 million basically because of the delay. So I, I would like to get, I'd like to just remove like a 50 million thing from it and say 250. Cause I feel adding the COVID thing is a bit unfair, but you know, it must be counted in. The films do not need to ca- cost that much. No, Sometimes no. if it's something really extravagant, maybe, but you all know, like me, one of my favorites is Skyfall. That's one of the cheapest ones I've ever done recently. Just 150 million. Look what they did with that. Yeah. Sky yeah, Quantum of Solace, I think, is still the most expensive. And the look budgets are crazy. They really are crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, they're not really helping themselves either, because the bigger the budget, the more money it's got to make at the box office. So well, if they reduce the budget slightly, they can make more profit, can't they? It made $775 million gross yeah, worldwide. So, which so I, I think is incredible for what, what the time it released. It was yeah. in, still in the middle-ish of the pandemic. And it was one of those ones that was originally sort of put out to help people come back to the cinema. I think that's a massive achievement. I but, still do. Uh, I, I read somewhere that it would have to make nearly a billion dollars to actually make break even. I know what you're talking profit. about. I know what you're talking about, but I read that article as well. It was written by um, some friends at um, MI6, home of James Bond, where they calculated after all the delays and stuff um, that it would need to make about a billion to think... It didn't turn out to be the case. Um, what we have learned previous is that when the delay started to happen, the producers actually gave back some of the money from Eon into it to help manage the um, sort of delays. So this film still made a very good sort of solid profit. Um, yes, it would have been a lot more if you know if it wasn't pandemic level. So a um, educated per you know an educated person. But um, someone you know who deals with looking at box office analytics said, like, if it wasn't, if we're in 2019 box office levels, this film probably would have reached the billion pound mark. Yeah, straight um, off the bat. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it would have probably reached that. Yeah, um, just it would have been maybe would have probably been less than Skyfall, but it would have been like one billion, like one hundred thousand, something like that, maybe. Um, 
But because I do know that's, the article. That's, only, that's only opening weekend. I think it's it's exceeded, well exceeded a billion now. In terms yeah. of its time. Oh yeah, with it, with everything. Seven hundred million on its opening weekend. Oh yeah. no, it didn't make seven hundred million. It made like seven hundred and seventy-five, I think, worldwide. Eventually, yeah. then with home video sales, it's gone. It's gone over the billion pound mark. Okay. Um, but you know, it, I think it's. I think it is a great success, just like showing actually Bond helped save the cinema. And that's that's one of the things No Time to Die will be remembered for, as well as killing Bond. Hmm. It actually helped save cinema. Yes, it did. Yeah, which you wow. can't deny, man. Despite what you feel about Bond. You you gotta have that pride in your heart, mate. Not as much Bond as Top series. Gun, though. <laughs> Forget Top Gun. <laughs> top Gun Maverick yeah. that just blew everything out of the water, isn't it? So far, in terms of revenue, fucking <laughs> oh, no. blew out. It's just, just nothing is even. Uh, how much comparable. is it made so far? It's about six hundred. Yeah, it's about one and a half billion or something. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's crossed like a record this this week, making six hundred and fifty million in USA alone, um, which is a. Man, I feel, I feel like you're going to get an aneurysm if you keep mentioning Top Gun here. <laughs> Can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have a technical thing, actually. Yeah, 1.3 is... billion gross worldwide so far. So my, my technical thing about um, No Time to Die is, and it is a bit ridiculous, really, but, you know, there are, there are certain sequences in this film that are speaking French, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I tried a multiple different services to get... English subtitles up to translate to French, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, that is, is an issue. Yeah, is there, there is an issue. Yeah, there is. is Some streaming services are shit. It's Swiss French. Um, because she's from Switzerland, isn't she? Um, on yeah, Amazon, are you, not, are you deliberately not supposed to understand the French if you don't no, speak French? No, That's what I'm getting at. No, you're no. right. Oh. It is messed up on Google play where i've got the film digitally they put the subtitles in on amazon for some reason they don't have the subtitles on right okay. it is well known like that's actually you know we joke about it saying you know i mean you know, in order to enjoy no time to die you must first learn, learn french for three yeah, important yeah. lines it's a prerequisite <laughs> you've got to speak french yeah hmm. the other thing of course is that bothered me was the length of time this film goes on for and hmm. I, I find that with a lot of Bond films. Two hours 43, isn't it? Two hours mm. and 43 or 45 mm. minutes, whatever it is. In my mind, it's too fucking long. Yeah. It's too long. I think it depends on the subject matter. I mean, um, do you, have you guys seen the Batman this year? I think you have. Yes. Yeah, we have. That was too long. Yes. Um, that I think film, you said that in our review, actually. I think um, said that's way too fucking long. Great film should have cut out at least maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe 40 at a push. It would have been much better as a two and a half hour movie. I agree with you, but I think some parts of this film you could have maybe just not cut out, but like just maybe speeded up a bit or maybe taken a few certain bits out. That would have just helped it a little bit. But again, that's just subject thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree with you on that. Even that, I think even Jack agrees. I have, and it was too long. Hmm. There was another maybe issue. Talking, I... Maybe it's talking about the Batman. I don't know. Hmm. I do have another issue though. Um, it's not an issue. It's just what what your opinions would be. Look, if I'm retired, right from my job, doesn't matter. And uh, you are, I'm, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm only <laughs> running the only the town, mate. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna say running the country, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna say country. running the country. <laughs> Fuck you! Know, he's got station. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's Richie's right hand man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get political here. 
Too much. Don't tell anyone about that. Samir Sunak. (laughs) Go on, Samir. If I'm I'm basically retired, right, and I'm very patriotic myself, but if MI6 said, Smith, you know, or CIA said, we want your help, Mm. I'm having beautiful rum. I've got a beautiful house on the front, on the beachfront. Am I going to really do this? No. The answer is... I've I've served the country. Thank you very much. I've got my pension. I've got this beautiful house. Yeah, that's what a jobs worth would say, mate. But somebody's <laughs> passionate about no. what they do. It's like, no, yeah, hold if I've on. got an opportunity, I'll go and do it. I feel like no, I've never met a you'd be like, I no, 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 no,
Uh, that was one of the reasons, but no, yeah. I I've right. always wanted to have a romantic drive on those mountains in Italy. That's all you got to do is ask, mate. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Justin. Every time I do ask, you're busy, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> which you're one of you's Bond? Which head. one's mad? Which one of you's Bond driving? Which one of you's madling curling up on the shoulder? He, he, can, he, <laughs> he can be meddling, mate. He's got more hair than me. <laughs> Trust me, mate. I would have pushed the fucking button. I can assure you of that. <laughs> What about you two? <laughs> um, opening sequence. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. I like the settings definitely. That was it, Matera in Italy. Yeah. Um, mm. James May did a bit on his most recent Amazon. Um, you know, our man in Italy, and he's in that village, and it looks absolutely fantastic. So the setting, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, the action scene. I, some of the the bike scenes. I mean, I. I have a motorcycle license and some of the bike scenes that they were doing just like you know having rode a motorcycle at high speed you think fuck would i do that mm. jesus christ that takes a different set of balls to, to to do those kind of stunts um i think the glass we've mentioned it briefly the bulletproof glass that bit was you know they were just pounding it with bullets i'm thinking okay is, does this glass exist because if it does i want some yeah if it does it's, it's very thick and very heavy it is q, it is q quality q branch quality Hmm. No, I think isn't there a point where if you do have bulletproof glass, it can take so much before it would start smashing up. It would, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Only lasts so long. <clears throat> yeah, and he'd obviously the guy shooting it obviously gone through his training on how to break glass because he was doing it right in the corner. Yes, yeah. weakest points. Yeah. yeah, the weakest. Yeah, point. but don't forget he did have that special eye that was keep on popping out, popping in, mm. uh, and all that. Yeah, stuff. and that what was that about? That was underused. It, it was, was just basically yeah. a webcam. Yeah, Mate, yeah, you'd be grateful. You think that's underused? In the original script, Primo wasn't in it after the pre-titles. They because he was so good in the pre-title, they brought him back for the rest of the film. Yeah. Right, because that eye was just basically a webcam, wasn't it? They had it on a yeah, pillow, and they were just yeah. But um, yeah. favorite part of the film, <laughs> right? Favorite part of the film, I think, was in the forest scene. Ooh. Yeah, mm. it's where he's picking the people off. You know, he's just picking them off one by one, and he's luring them into, especially like the the, the dirt bike, and it takes the guy like close yeah. and almost takes his head off with a. I mean, you'd oh. see that, regardless yeah. of wearing a helmet, you know, a visor, you'd see that. Oh, wait a minute, stop! There's a big fucking great big metal cable across those trees. You'd see it, but anyway, regardless, I quite enjoyed that. He was just sort of picking people off on the. It's a shame he didn't drive the perfectly good toy out of the woods, though. Save himself having a long walk, though, wouldn't it? Mm. True. Yes, he could have gone back to that, couldn't he? Yeah, he's just gone back to Toyota yeah. and driven. But again, though, Paul, isn't that interesting? <coughs> even in No Time to Die, that that suddenly, you know, there was this this. Um, they knew that he was driving into those woods, did they? You know, with the helicopters mm. and all those things. Well, out the that's trees the and... thing, isn't it? I mean, right, I, I was thinking, you yeah, know, the when the um, crew, you, you, know? you know, when the back, yeah, the backup crew, they all come out the forest tree line yeah. and they all jump in over and landing and whatnot. I was yeah. thinking, we've been doing this shit since the seventies. Yeah, where you've got the main chase scene, and then all of a sudden, someone from around a corner comes in and joins in the chase. That's scene. right. It's like, yeah. They haven't changed that. It's just no. slightly more elaborate. Yeah. And more but they knew exactly where he was going to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not, the only difference is basically no one wears fla uh, flares anymore. But that's the only thing that's changed. Well, you still do, so hopefully we'll keep yeah. the tradition going. Well, um, you should see my Elvis outs. Uh, oh, out. hell yeah. So, yeah. One Next piece. Review. Next review. Yeah. Samir dresses as Elvis. So, Justin, <laughs> opening sequence and favourite part? Well, well, the DB5, obviously, because um, it is just cool. Um, probably the favourite parts. 
Um, I think probably, weirdly, I quite liked his uh, garden. I thought that was quite cool. Mm. I'd have been quite happy in what, that sort being of... A that, that garden. Was, but that was filmed on an island just off the coast of Japan, if I remember rightly. And yeah, whilst oh. that base didn't exist, there was heritage to the Second World War. It was used by the Japanese as a, a strategic point to China, uh, etc., um, and it's still disputed between Russia and China I probably, to, uh, yeah, Japan yeah. this day. Um, but I, I like I, I like that. You know, where they were doing sort of you know the Chinese garden with the old grooves mm. with the, the Japanese, the Buddhist Japanese Buddhist people meant, yeah. do that. Yeah, you know what? You can actually buy little miniature ones of those on Amazon. They're about that really? big, like the size of a dinner plate, and you oh, get a little rake, and you can rake the sand yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was very yeah. tempted to buy one. But yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I knew looking at it straight away that it was the the opening of a missile silo. You kind I kind of got that. Um, but I just thought it was pretty cool. I, I, I got another question for you guys. So I'm always asking you guys questions like I interview you, but so I, I'm, gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I got spoiled that Bond dies in this film before I saw the movie unintentionally. Really nice fan, really great guy messaged me like saying, you know, because he saw it at a midnight screen saying, Oh my god, Henry, when Bond died, I thought it was just like, Oh my god. I messaged him back saying, Mate, I haven't actually seen it yet. This person, by the way, was incredibly apologetic. He actually really did feel bad. Um, he wouldn't stop apologizing. Say, mate, honestly, it's fine. Don't worry. Um, you know, just because it was an accident, wasn't it? Have you spoken to him since? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on chatting to that person. It's fine. It's Jack. It wasn't Jack. But, you know, it was, it was an honest mistake. He got, the guy just got really excited in the message. So I went into this movie, like, knowing, okay, Bond's going to die. And this but is when? why I said it. Yeah, I, I guess at the end. Um, yeah. They've done it so often now in the pre-titles, I thought they'd mix it up a bit. Um, but the thing is, I went in this, and to be honest, I think it gave me a bit of an appreciation. Like, this is, if you will, like the Logan or like the Sherlock Holmes final problem James Bond film to a degree. Something unique in that. My question to you, Free, is while watching this film, if you didn't already know pre-going to the movie that Bond dies, at what point did you realise that, okay, Bond's probably actually going to die? When he realised he had a kid. Okay. Because that's that was that was always going to be the storyline. Mm. As soon as that kid appeared, we all knew yeah. that it was his. See, I told you, Jack did not spoil the movie. <laughs> Jack, I'm defending you, bud. I'm defending you. Confirmation. <laughs> I'm defending you from these three. I knew straight away. As soon as that kid came yeah. on, I thought, yeah, he's not surviving the end of this. That that's really? the whole that's the whole tearful moment. That mm. he can't be a father or a husband. He can't lead a normal life. Yeah. What about you, Samira? When did you sort of work it out? I was told. Okay. And that was the reason why I never went to watch it. Till I had to watch it for the reviews, to be honest with you, because I found out he dies, and I thought, yep, they've mucked it up, I cannot watch this. A man that I've been following as a kid's going to die, and another person... Time's up, Paul! And, 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 another, and another character or person from my childhood's gone, gone, sort of thing, so that's why I didn't watch it. Till, uh, till Do you know today. what? I have a horrible suspicion you three, like... Paul, you know, it's a, sorry, Paul. Like, Zemira's literally going to literally see Bond to his premier. He's just going to be like this. goes, no, it's not Bond. No, don't don't want to be here. Don't want to fucking it. care what they say on the screen, whether it's like Henry Campbell's Bond. It's not yeah. Bond. I'm, no, I don't Bill want any Bond. Watches the film. Says James Bond. All James Bond goes, it's still not James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I think when Bond 26 and you realise like they're just carrying it on still and Bond is back, you're going to be... Um, so I think you're going to be like, yep, okay. I think, honestly, you're going to look back and go, right, that is the death of Daniel Craig's Bond. It's a story from like beginning origin to death. One unique thing, little pocket thing there, just carrying on as normal. I bet you. 
yeah, I agree. So what about you, Paul? When did you realise that Bond was going to die? Well, I was um, I was aware of it right from the very beginning before I saw the film anyway. So awesome. Someone tell you, I, you I, just... I can't remember. I might have read it somewhere or seen mm. it somewhere. I can't really remember specifically. But but then, you know, as, I, as I've said a number of times, I'm not really, I, I give it a take. I'm not really mm. that fussed about it. It didn't ruin it for me, you know, knowing the end yeah. result. Um, what it did is just put a load of questions in my mind. It's like, okay, well, where do we go from here now? It's interesting because yeah. 60 years, isn't it? 60 years Bond's been going on for. Yeah. So they can't just end it now. I mean, surely this has got to go on for 120 oh, yeah, years. And it is going to go on. It is going to go on. It will go on. Yeah, it's just been interesting yeah. to see how they do it. And now that Amazon have got a big stake in it, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I tell you what. I tell you what's going to be interesting is that we're now at an interesting impasse with two massive franchises. Uh, in that you've got Bond, that we're waiting for the next iteration, and also Star Wars. We're waiting for the next iteration. What is the race going to be on that? Well, I um, I don't. You guys, didn't, I know, didn't say it this time. I did a live stream last night. Um, you know, that's where Jack found out about your channel. And Jack, please, I'm, I'm going to say this again to you, bud. Go back and watch their previous reviews as well. Certainly the Alien <laughs> and Predator ones, please. It's a treat. Um, you know, I'll keep saying. But I said, you know, Barbara Brocky came out about a month or so ago, saying like, we're probably not going to start production shooting yeah. for another two years. That's right. Now, to me, I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, you know, at least they're going to spend some good hardcore time and work out what direction they want to go forward. Mm. Then Comic-Con just happened. Now, I know you guys aren't the biggest comic book fans, but in 2025, two massive Avengers movies come out. Beginning of summer and in November. And what normally comes out in November's? Or sort of October's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm now a bit concerned that, hold on, you've got the big phase six finale to um, the MCU, this multiverse saga they're building, Avengers Secret Wars, going up against Bond? Now, I don't mean to be rude to Bond here, but MCU is massive at the moment. I think Barbara and Michael, respectfully, you know, I I do not envy your position because you've got to work out the hard decisions and work out something that will last another 10 plus years in a new iteration. But you might want to consider speeding up a little bit. Try and actually get yeah. the film released in 2024, because then you'll be against Fantastic Four, which is a bit more of an equal playing field. But I think it's now, I'm now a bit concerned, like, will they wait till now 2026 to release it? Because case, I'm sorry, but as a, if I was head of Amazon, I would be saying we should not go up against Avengers Secret Wars. It's not I've, fair to you guys, and it's not fair to the new guy taking over to go up against something like that. The amount, the amount of those Marvel films and DC films that come out, you'd never release it if you if you did that. No, it is relentless. They're just fucking endless. Those yeah. cape shit movies, just yeah. constant. <laughs> I also and that's just Marvel, me... not even to mention DC, which are not quite so prolific. But but, but yeah, mm. but yeah. But this is the thing, though. This is like the big, big, big moment. This is sort of like you know, you, you saw how big Avengers Endgame was, despite you know your thoughts and feelings on it. This could be of something of equal level, if not bigger, because that's what the guys running it is trying to do. I'm like, I ask you, I if I was in charge of Amazon, I would say no, we should not release it. Then that is literally sort of like quoting disaster with people saying it's not working, look how well it did compared to Avengers. Yeah. Now, I get, I get your point, like, no matter where you release it, it's going to happen, but I would want to release release this some either earlier or later than that, just so, like, people, like, got that out of their system. 
I just don't think it's fair to release it now, potentially in 2025, September, October time, right when people are just basically anticipating Secret Wars, and you've only got a couple of weeks at the box office, if that. I just don't think it's fair to the film. But there's something very similar going on in gaming releases at the moment. You've got yeah. Ubisoft releasing a Pirates game right when Sony are releasing the new God of War Ragnarok. I mean, that's not going to end well for Ubisoft. But the thing is, you, you just got to roll with the punches, isn't you? Release mm. a product. You hope hope that that product is going to be good enough to see you through. Do it. Wait till 2026. No, I see. I I, I want them to go 2024. No, that means I can get away with the trauma of um, <laughs> dying. <laughs> Get get my mindset back to and go. Okay, first so I've, I've got a question. Yeah. I've got a question in terms of obviously you know tying this up towards an end now. Now we've done all of twenty five. Officially, we've done all twenty five. What still remains your best and that your favourite Bond? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, your favourite and the best in your opinion. What they might what? be the same. Yeah, Henry. What, actors what? or what? No, no. Um, the best movies? Bond. The best. Mate, the best Best it's gold favorite night. Bond movie. They it's might be night. the same movie. They might be different movies. It's Goldeneye. Was that Goldeneye? Was it? Are you sure? Yeah. Goldeneye is it? Final answer. <laughs> well, you know me, but you guys know me. Like Goldeneye was the one that got me into James Bond. Yeah. It's my first Bond film. It's my introduction Game. to it all. It has this sort of heck. You know the films are being released, you know, in cinemas around the country at the moment. Yes, the I have booked my tickets to see Goldeneye on the big cinema screen finally next week. And you can imagine for me that's some massive thing for me. Mm. Um, nah, go on. I, I know I, I'm gonna get, I have a guess what I think everyone else is gonna be. Samir, Dr. No, no, go on in. <laughs> Actually, it's the one I suggested first that I think it's the best uh Bond movie for me from Russia with Love. Okay, that's a simple, yeah. simple actual spy movie. There wasn't no gadgets at the time. It was a pure a spy movie. So that's a reason why I liked it. And there was a little bit of romance there as well. Right. Uh, and all well, that. Jack it is was... old night as well. Yeah. And Paul? I, I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> well, pretty much, yeah. But um, <laughs> I think I've rated every Bond film a six. So I don't think I really have a favourite. If you're thinking the ones that have the most sort of standout memories for me, I think... Yeah, if you like. Probably you only lived twice because it was in Japan and it was, you know, the music was pretty good. I quite like the Nancy Sinatra music. Like, yeah, exactly. And that ridiculous, you know, pretending to be Japanese was just so laugh out loud that, <laughs> yeah. that you know, that's a memorable moment. And also the toy out of GT2000 as well. I've got a yeah. model car of that on one of my shelves behind, yeah. uh, behind the The one that's been cut the roof off, that is. Especially made. Yeah. Yeah. There is still technically one Bond film you haven't done yet. Yeah, the old, oh, is the, that, the, is that old black and white? No, no yeah, the nine sixty seven spoof version of Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. With uh, we, we, David we Niven. Do that actually. Yeah, we did, but then we changed our mind up. We did. We? Yeah. yeah. Well, mine was mine was on the Manchester Secret Service. Mm. Believe it or not. Yeah, see that again. That yeah, that is another one that stands out because it was something completely different. Well, I say completely something slightly different with a completely unknown actor as mm. well. It was a fairly good story. I don't I really think have a favourite. I've had no. that favourite. Hmm. Are we about sad it. Bond is over for now? Are we sad it's over? It's not though. No, because it's not over. No, no, I mean for now. For now. Are we sad? What you mean in terms of now? What you mean in terms of reviews and discussions? Well, and just the fact we've done 25, we don't know what's coming, but we know it's over for now. So how does that make I, us feel? I get your point. I don't I wouldn't agree that it's over. We're just in like an hour another limbo time that we always get in between another act taking over. 
And it's quite fun because in online, we're constantly speculating what's mm. it going to be, who's going to direct. I mean, you know, a lot of, because I don't know if you guys saw it, but Christopher Nolan's new film Oppenheimer got a new trailer released, obviously about you know the creation of bomb. The discussions yeah. again about oh, wouldn't it be great if Christopher Nolan directed the next Bond film has started up again. We're still chatting about it. It's now the time. It's like the Wild West time of now Bond mm. again, where we don't know what's going to happen. What yeah. is the way forward? And it's all yeah. fun. To be honest. It should be a time where we can enjoy it and have fun with it. We can discuss who's going to be the next Bond. What direction might they go? And heck, we thought, we did we not, at the beginning of this video, discuss, like, ooh, maybe take Bond back in time. Yeah. Now that's becoming, that's more of a possibility than it's ever been before now, just because we don't know what's happening. Let's have fun with it and discuss it. It's not I necessarily hope, over. It's just I hope that, rest. I really do hope that is a direction they go in. I really do hope that they just take well, I'd it like right to see back prequels. to Yeah, I'd like to see prequels. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the life of Bond. With John Cleese directing it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good spin-off, wouldn't it? The should, we, um, should we score it? <laughs> should we score it? Yeah, go on in, Smith. Two? No, I'm not going... No, 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 no. no. I, I know I, I'm not happy with the way it ended, but there were bits in it where the acting was good and stuff like that, and I did enjoy certain parts. So I'm going to go give it a seven. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Henry? Um, I've said, I've been thinking about this film a lot. It has been sort of playing over mine. I've watched it a couple of times. I really try to think about where I put this film. Um, I'm going to give this film, if I was giving it a number, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Um, what I love about it is these reasons. A, it's unique and different. It's something unique and different in the franchise. Um, why of them I agree with stuff or not agree with it, they didn't like half-ass it. They went full hog in the direction they went to go for, and they made the best you know, and really dived into everything about it. And I feel it is one of Daniel Craig's better Bond films. Um, and I think in time, people will sort of maybe relax about the controversy about it. We'll always have it there. But I really enjoyed No Time to Die. I felt after six years of waiting, I thought I got a Bond film that was worth waiting for, in a way, to a degree. Hmm. Justin? Um, I w yeah, I... I think I'm just going to say a seven. I wasn't sure whether to give it a six, whether that was going to be a bit too cruel, um, mm. because the cinematography of it was very good. And, Ooh, yeah. and Henry's right in a way. Um, yeah, but I can't. I couldn't give it an eight or a nine. Definitely a seven. Mm. Jackson eight. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Okay, um, I am going to give it a six because I always give Bond movies a six. <laughs> because Predictable just, is nothing else. I I'm just consistent. take it. Yeah, I just take it or leave it. You know, I'm, I'm, mm. I, uh, I, I just get a bit bored with the stories being dragged out for so long, yeah. and the films taking so long. You know, I mean, I was sat there watching it earlier, and it's an like hour in. I'm thinking, come on, you can wrap this up. I've got fucking housework to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sat there till three o'clock in the afternoon. I think, Jesus Christ! I just think that the, the newer ones specifically could have been mm. just wrapped up a bit quicker. And I, I just don't find the stories particularly engaging. I don't mind the action sequences. I quite like, you know, the, I quite like the big. Yeah. Um, elaborate sets and the cars are involved. I mean, we didn't mention the V8, did we? Mm. But that was quite nice to see. Yeah. Um, so I like all that stuff. But in terms of storyline, I've just never been gripped by Bond. I've never was that really the same V8 it. as mm. the V8 Vantage that was used in the Majesty's Secret Service? Was it the very same car? It was the one from Living Daylights. Yeah, one from Living Daylights. Was it okay? Yeah. Mm. Um, 
least okay. no BMWs. Nope. No. Annoyingly. Yeah. I would have actually <laughs> left I would have left the V eight for the next bond because I think they've taken too much of the old stuff for uh, Daniel Craig. Mm. And I would have loved if they had said, Okay, the next character gets this car, you know, just to start off a new I know. So they do would actually be really good. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll never get tired of having my Aston Martins. Mm. Let's actually give Bond back a Bentley. Like he did. Yes, that'll be brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. And the well, new Bentley's look really the end, if, if he'd gone in the garage and opened up and there was a you know like a five series in there or something, I think that would have been much more interesting. Oh. <laughs> I think that would have been hilarious. Be like, and don't forget, everyone, carrying on my hashtag, Clarkson for the new Q. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 James yeah, May, yeah, I think, yeah. would be better. Like, well, James May <laughs> Richard, is Richard, I'll tell you what, you can have Richard Hammond as Bond. Clarkson is Q. I'm not having Richard Hammond as Bond. He'll just die every second. I know he crashed. When's the the last time he's taken his own clothes off, not had some ambulance people cut them off? (laughs) Sorry, Richard, (laughs) but it's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, should we um, we wrap it up then? Should we leave it there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah, thanks for for watching and joining us. Uh, Jack, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging in there till the end. Comments are much appreciated, mate. Um, you know, like, subscribe if if you want to, whatever. I'm you know, past caring now, but um, every Sunday <laughs> we do movie reviews, and I've got no idea what we're doing next week. I guess we'll talk about that off air, and that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and post and it up. Course, so, yeah, you, you can find us on social media and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and thank you, Henry. It's nice to see you again, and it's nice to thank have you back. Nice you, Henry. Hopefully, I can come back for some maybe some other non bond related stuff as well again. Sometime. Maybe we might we might have to miss you know take out Samir if it's not good the next one and you know if we actually want subscribers we might have to actually get rid of Paul as well but you know. yeah yeah because I did. Oh, fuck yeah uh, there, there's there's a man who turns up every five weeks telling us to get rid of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah just floats in like a fart you know when he wants to just, yeah exactly. oh, I might do it this week yeah, might yeah. Not, no. but like, like I said it sucks having jobs doesn't it. Mm. And all this sort of stuff that you're saying, oh, no, because I'm back, you can see the subscribers go up. We actually lost a subscriber. I actually will check. How many have we got at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> There's like 327. We're stuck. Oh, Come on, guys. Yeah. I've got, I got to go. i got to go. Yes. Go on in. Right. Let's leave it there, then. So yeah, thanks for watching. See you later. Take care, Henry. Take see you later, mate.